0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode one of In The Round Podcast. I am joined by Dave, Paddy, Elliot and Carl. How are we doing, boys? Doing good. doing
1: good.
0: Yeah, very good, very good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. A few uh, technical issues earlier, but I think we're good to go now. Fingers crossed. Um, So the topic for today, for the first episode, is ghost stories and the paranormal. Uh, So I hope you've got yours ready, because I've got a couple of juicy ones, which should be quite interesting. Uh, as well as a few of my own sort of ghost stories, paranormal experiences. Does anyone want to kick off at all, or anyone? Okay, I'll go. I'll
2: go. Fuck all right. it. Go. Yeah. All right. Right. Okay. Um, right. So I've got them on my notes here, just so I don't forget them. Um, so first, first one. I'll, I'll bring up the first one, and we'll see how we get on. See if you guys want to interject. Um, basically, when we were younger, there's a place called the base uh, just outside our village, and it's basically like. Um, in like the middle of some like big like meadows and fields, there's like a big old uh, abandoned quarry, and it's where we basically used to go and like um kind of go for like little campfires and all that, and play on like the swing that we had set up, like a little rope swing. Hmm. Uh, one day while we were there, there's like about seven of us, and we're only about gosh about ten years old, ten years old. We we saw someone like you know in the in the distance of the trees, kind of like lurking around in a green hoodie. And everyone was like, "Oh, did you see him?" And everyone was like, "Yeah, I think we saw him and all that." And you know, we're kind of on edge from from literally the get go because we definitely all saw him. And we're like, "Okay, that's a bit weird." So after kind of like playing around, like making fires and playing tag and stuff, we were we were like, "Right, let's <laughs> let's bounce out of here." Yeah. And um, literally, as 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 we left uh, the quarry to go back home at the end of the day at like what five pm, yeah, um, yeah, we look we look behind us where we were coming from. Uh, the base and you can basically see across the whole field and on the other side of the field looking over his shoulder at us was this random stranger in a green hoodie What? and it's like this this little base you go to to get there you have to jump over a, like a, a barbed wire fence or basically there was like a bit of the fence we broke down so we can climb under it yeah so you have to go through there then through like a little mini bit of woods to just to get to the actual quarry so it's not near any footpaths or anything it's mm. really out the way to get to
0: shit
2: yeah so, so it's not like it's not just like some random guy you know just stumbled across it. It's like he intentionally went went over where we were.
0: did you ever find out who like, he was
2: nah like we we were all, we all kind of freaked out we looked over our shoulders and we saw him kind of walking away and walking <laughs> just like a green hoodie and like casual jeans and like we're we're kind of like i think I think we wanted to be like oi but at the same time we we're like ten years old and shitting it, so we just like ran. Yeah the opposite direction back yeah. home and,
0: do you reckon he was yeah, like he scared
2: the crap out of us have you have you guys ever experienced something similar to that
0: so just going back to that, do you reckon he was like he was like a a nonce that was just like <laughs> 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 I mean
2: I mean anything's up for, anything's up for grabs but like holy holy crap it was I it was not. terrifying like he, he he didn't like do anything like like you know reveal himself or anything I guess no. you could say but it's just like seeing a random like adult in the middle of this Mm. place that you just associate with like a private place you and your friends hang out like you and your like fucking fellow (laughs) fellow 10 year olds you don't expect to see like a fucking like middle-aged man (laughs) because it's like
0: i I wouldn't say i'm a skeptic but it's like when when i hear stories like that i always want to try and feel like a um, think of like a rational explanation
2: yeah, I want to think he, like, accidentally lost his dog and was going through, you know, the woods to find his lost dog. But at the end of the day, he just looked like a bit of a weirdo.
3: Yeah.
2: But, From I mean, a kid perspective. The, at, at the same time, it's like, you know, I ne- we never saw that guy again. And the you know, people who'd walk up and down the village like path, like, like that path near the base hmm. is um, kind of like locals who are walking their dog. So it's like the person would be a local, but we never saw that person again.
4: That's a green hoodie as well. That's sort of quite a. You know, it's yeah, it's a on you know? my walk for my dog, so need, you
2: know. yeah. Yeah, you would see it again, wouldn't you? But look, no one ever saw him again. Like, it's just like he just literally appeared for that one day, and that was it. And the fact that he's walk across the field as well, like mm. you only do that if you, you know, I guess are a proper local. I, I mean, I've I've walked across the field loads to walk the dog, but you rarely see people walk around the field. They just stick to the path. So it was quite weird to see someone. On the other side of the field, nowhere near the path.
0: Hmm. do you reckon hmm. he was what, a ghost spirit or?
2: Yeah, well, literally when when, <laughs> we, when we turned now nah, when we when we turned around and looked and kind of freaked out, and, you know, we're like, oh, let's get out of here. Some of the people said they didn't even see him, and they're looking over their shoulder at the same time. Oh shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, you know, they were looking over their shoulder and they were saying, you know, we didn't see him while we were there. You were just freaking out. And then when we left, they said, we couldn't see him again when you said you could see him in clear as daylight across the field. So yeah. it was like, okay, then, you know, what did we see? Or did they just miss him or what? Yeah, but it I don't know, it's, it's, it's like a ghost story, but it's also quite like, I want to say, I want to say stalker behavior because it's like, you know, it felt like a stalker rather than a ghost.
0: Yeah. Because it's like, it, that's
4: scary.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah, I'd say that's I fucking say... scary. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just get the shit out of me! I didn't go back there for like a month or two. I was like, nah.
5: Mm-hmm. Especially because like, I don't know. I think the scariest thing is his taste in fashion. Where, because you know, wearing a green sweater. Oh
0: wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I suppose if if more than one of you just going to go
2: burn all my green sweaters quickly. Oh
0: god! Yeah. <laughs> as, as I said, if uh, if more than one of you saw this guy, then it does sound more like a stalkerish thing than a. Uh, Sort of yeah like
2: people did notice him and some people didn't but yeah it felt like a stalker but mm. i was gonna say have you guys got anything similar to that
0: um as well funny enough it was my what i think is my first sort of ghost experience um Ooh. sounds weird that there's more than one um okay. but where i live there's like a li- like a big library and there's like benches stuff sitting outside you know like picnic benches and i used to walk through there to get to work at the hotel and uh-huh. bear in mind it was early in the morning, so this might you know have sort of a, an effect on it. but basically, I walked past this bench, and there was just an old couple, and you know it's just not rare you see old people out early in the morning, so walked past said morning, you know that sort of thing, and then didn't really hear a response, which what you know I thought was quite weird turned around they weren't there anymore
3: hmm.
0: and I sort of shut myself because there's no Wait. there's nowhere else for them to go.
2: Yeah, that's, that's that's creepy. So wait, like you're walking, you're walking past these benches, like little picnic benches that you can chill on. There's an old couple. You say hello as you walk by, and they, they don't reply. But as you look over your shoulder, they're not there anymore. Yeah,
0: that's not nah.
2: what happened. <laughs> <But> that
0: <laughs> ex Olympic
4: athletes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's make this guy freak and, out quickly. Olympic athletes. And yeah, he yeah, just, just just thinking
2: so, as as you walk past us, just let's run the opposite direction. See now so, that so, is so, the right.
4: kind of thing I will do as an
0: What, old ex Olympian?
4: Just freak <laughs> kids out.
0: Just <laughs> just go up to like
2: what I would do is like go up to like random like, you know, 18 to 20 year olds when I'm like 60 and just looking dead in the eye and be like Bill and then walk off <laughs> and then like in, in, in the odd chance that I actually match a kid called Bill that one will be worth it just to watch him freak out.
4: <laughs> How many kids did you have to do like statistically just, get it right?
0: Just grasp him by the shoulders, Bill. <laughs> Bill? Is that you?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it, 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 honestly, it freaked the shit out of I me. Mean, like it, it's yeah, it was it's kind of weird. But, well, again, like, I always try to think of, like, a rational explanation, so, you know, maybe because it was early in the morning, I was just seeing things, or, because I'm pretty sure the library didn't even open until, like, 9 or 10, so they couldn't even go in, but they wouldn't have been able to move from the split second that I said hello till I turned around.
2: What, did you, like, fucking flip your neck like a fucking owl or something? Yeah,
4: <laughs>
0: honestly, like, you know, you know that, yeah. <laughs>
2: You know, you know, uh, they're looking at you like oh look a nice young man you say hello and then just instantly 180 them as well,
0: <laughs> well you know that uh that me with a seagull with a broken neck <laughs> that's literally me <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Christ. so that was that was yeah. what, that was probably well that was my first or what i think is my first uh sort of paranormal experience
2: Okay, but no, that sounds—that yeah. that sounds actually terrifying, like straight up. That sounds yeah. scary as hell.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I was, was only—well, I was what 17, 18? So I was old enough yeah. to understand what what, you know, what had happened.
2: Yeah. Were me, you no, under the, Were you under the use of alcohol, George?
0: No, for one of the very few times in my life, I was sober. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So.
2: Blimey, the world's coming to an end. I
1: uh, mean, oh, yeah. so Size, yeah. finally, so me. enough and
0: got a sixth cents That might be the yeah. other, like, superpower thing. Reverse oh, Peter impressive. Griffin. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. that one. But then, uh, no, cool. Another one, which is probably a really, really weird circumstance, was I, I. That summer, I was doing housekeeping, so I was like cleaning the bedrooms and stuff like that. And I remember going into one bedroom to clean it. Uh, and then saw someone walk into the bathroom, went into the bathroom and no one was in there. Um, which kind of freaked me out a little bit.
2: Wait, like you were cleaning the bedroom out of like, what, like this, like, like hotel room or something? Yeah. So
0: like you got to stand in the hotel room, with like an ensuite. suite. And then I was in there cleaning, saw someone walk in the bathroom. I thought it might've been one of the, sort of other like cleaners and then went in and no one was in there. That was quite weird. And that happened on, on the same day Ooh. as the, the old couple. So Ooh, ooh, that, ooh, that happened just on the same day. With the yeah.
5: paranor- panor- paranormal, then yeah, i had to stumble over my words then.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: shut up, Dave. Uh, sorry, Dave. <laughs> 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 and so, so it gonna, begins. Sorry, that was my I just took the opportunity. Well, say, oh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrifying. What, yeah. I, I don't want you to say a hotel out just because, obviously, you know. Don't want them to get like a bunch of like people not stay there because of ghosts oh, and yeah, yeah, that. But that hotel say. sounds haunted as ass. Well,
5: well, in some ways, uh, they might want to stay there because there's ghosts. Well, I would. Yeah. this, is, this a good an, point.
4: Jumping. Uh, I was gonna say jumping in on the work one. Um, I used to work in a care home. Oh God. And uh, I was told. Oh, yeah. that, I was told that the care home was haunted. You know, if you worked <coughs> the white shift, people had seen things. So naturally, I became the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to clarify: I didn't, I never scouted <laughs> any of the residents because that would just be horrible
3: to just Wait, like freak what? out
4: some old people. It was for my my colleagues that believe that ghosts are going around. So it was a very old building. It had a, a ceiling low enough to actually touch it with my my hands, six foot two. I can actually touch it with my hands.
2: Hey guys, we're we're in the first podcast and it's already flexing his fucking height on
4: here. He's <laughs> <laughs> taller than I am. Yeah. yeah. I oh, you
2: know, I could touch you with my hands, you know, six foot two, ain't a big deal, but
5: you know <laughs> hey, I'm six foot six, so you know. Yeah, I, exactly Elliot so. I don't want to go
4: flexing around
2: me. I I that no one else knows. So
4: either <laughs> way. <laughs> either way, yeah, the, uh, the, the laundry room was above oh, I could hear my colleague walk into the laundry room to get the laundry done. And so I started to just hammer the ceiling <laughs> <with my> hand, <laughs> as if they were footprints, and then like proceeded to go faster and faster towards where I thought my colleague <laughs> oh, <wow>. I just <laughs> I just heard them shuffle like, up against the wall. And then I just ran and sat back in my chair as they came down. The like, Wait, oh so my they busted. They were just... There were just footsteps on there. <laughs> they keep a straight face like, what? Was that? Wow, maybe it was the ghost. So you, so
2: you, slapped, you slapped the ceiling, which was obviously their floor, so hard. Yeah, then, yeah,
4: that like, they could like hear. Footsteps. Because it was quite thin. <laughs> oh, it sounded like
2: their feet as well. <laughs> like, oh,
4: that'd
2: be terrifying. And,
4: and then later that night, I... Say
2: so again, Elliot, you cut it out, bro.
4: I was gonna say, then later that night, I I set my alarm to horrifying scream, oh, <laughs> and and strategically placed my phone behind their chair,
0: oh,
4: <laughs> and then at like three a.m. my phone goes off screaming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they just jump out the chair. What the hell? Oh, and then they, obviously, they put two and two together. But like, oh, is that you? to in the floor and i was like no no that was just me then just you know playing with you then
2: <laughs> just being just being <laughs> a knob person i'd hate to
4: yeah.
0: get the crap holy <laughs> how
4: uh this is why people life. don't tell me but...
0: so you So, you said your the, the care home you worked out was haunted do you do you ever find anything or more experience
4: anything? i never i never saw anything at all um yeah i never saw anything at all but yeah. the People that did see something said so, a woman in like a dress, like a long grey dress, would Ooh. just go into residence rooms and then when you checked on, see anyone in there sort of thing.
0: Oh, jeez.
2: So, oh, God, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, I
4: was excited to make that fun.
2: I was going to say, like, imagine just Elliot inside the care home, just, see dead people.
0: Then Bruce Willis just walks in. <laughs> cool. Um, what about
2: what about you, Carl? What about you, Dave? You got any ghost stories?
5: Um well, what? Dave, oh, you got I'll let story. you go first, Carl.
1: Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um I don't personally have any ghost stories. Uh I've I've said this to Dave and I've said this to George before. I'm endlessly fascinated with people's stories about paranormal encounters because quite often you there are times where you look at them and you think, Oh, you're just talking um Talking nonsense, but then there are sometimes
2: we could. Holy shit, is Carl all right? Did he, get yeah, he, he <laughs> he's having
5: his first
6: paradox?
5: Carl's gonna stick I've the camera on, and it's gonna be like the ring where you see the person's face like, ah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh
2: just Carl's having like a, like, just like his eyes are rolled to the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's, in a why glad, that's why he's glad that no one's using fucking face cans or anything God like God,
5: that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a full on deep fit. All Kyle's <laughs> hearing
5: at the moment down his mic is uh, the grudge going. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was just saying, all Carl's hearing down his uh, mic at the moment is, you know, the grudge where he goes. Ah. <laughs> 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 Holy, <laughs> shit. <laughs>
2: Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Disconnected.
5: Oh, hey, we lost Carl.
2: Oh, we lost
0: Carl's... Carl.
2: This is like a lot of drama for the first episode, but yes, I, I think right. Carl's been attacked by a ghost. <laughs> everyone,
0: I'll just, I'll just leave it recording and wait for him to come back.
2: I think the other side's Oh god, I think he's in the other room. He's just messaged the group chat saying, "What happened there?" <laughs> um, I'll, I'll get back, to, back it. to it. Oh, wait,
5: Carl, are you alive? Yes, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! We thought you had your first paranormal experience.
1: Yeah, and what happened there? I was talking along, and I was, and I couldn't hear anything from you guys. Oh, you cut out,
2: man. You had an experience just then. <laughs> My opinion. cool.
1: We'll keep that. We'll keep that in here, won't we?
2: We'll
1: add it to the end. <laughs> the end credit bloopers. So what, so how much of it, this did you hear before I cut out? You were like
4: nun.
5: Yeah, you, you, you. said you was fascinated by the paranormal, and then then the
4: paranormal got you. <laughs> <Right>.
5: Okay, <so laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll start again then. Yeah, man,
1: take um, it. I, tell, I was. I'm always fascinated by right? because <laughs> you could tell when people tell when people are telling the story. Sometimes you look at them and you think, "Are you? Are you just pulling my leg? Are you being serious?" And then sometimes you. You listen to their stories and you think, oh, my God, you can do the conviction that they genuinely believe they've seen something or heard something. Hmm. That always, that just, sometimes that always interests me. Um, so I did a little bit of digging. Oh, And um, I I didn't know about this, but I just spoke to, I spoke to my stepdad this morning about this. And he said, oh, yeah, I've heard about this. Um, there's a, in Carmarthenshire, I'm going to have to name names for this, I'm afraid. That's okay. There's a house called clanethley House. I'll try pronouncing that. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> ah, oh, my there God. you
1: go. <laughs> Local place. I know. I know. <laughs> um, there's a house in Kew called Senesley House which was made built in 1714, right? And there's a lot of um, mysteries we say shrouded around this uh, building because a story involving a housemaid called Mira Turner or Myra Turner, M I R A, then I Mirror
4: Turner,
1: I Myra Turner? Myra. I'd say. Myra, Mi- Meera, I Myra. Say Myra. It depends where you're from, how you pronounce it. I don't care either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> everyone, um, everyone in the pod, all our, all our amazing fans who go join this podcast, please tell us how do you say it. Do you say it Mira or do you say it Myra? And we'll get back to it in the next episode. We'll put a poll out. Put a poll out.
1: Um, so, but it is Myra. It is Myra, Okay. <laughs> Well, my whatever you want to call her. Either way, um, <laughs> she was a housemaid in Nethley House who died aged 22. Um, and there are many theories as to whether she was murdered or whether it was suicide. Ooh. And the consensus seems to be it was suicide because, uh, you know, <coughs> rumours going around that she was made pregnant by her master in the house.
4: Oh, controversial.
1: Yeah and um a consensus was suicide because back in the 1800s if, if a woman was pregnant out of wedlock they were deemed insane or and ostracized by society so allegedly myra mira chose not to face the wrath of society and uh, threw herself down a staircase
5: oh, it. oh. and uh um, well that ends well then
4: is that yeah. where that comes from?
5: A part, maybe. Well, <laughs> but the
4: Phenetley
1: Registry Office that hold the death certificate, they they never released it, but they have said that they, be, um, they have reason to believe that prior to her death, she took laudanum, laudanum, which is a drug that makes you drowsy. So by taking that, she must have thrown herself down down the staircase. Um, But then there are still to this day rumours and stories about whether she was murdered by the master or someone close to the master to ensure that the news of her pregnancy didn't get heard by anyone,
6: mm-hmm.
1: which is, I thought, a bit is interesting. It's very consp- um, like conspiracy-based, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> so that is the, the, the aura around this house. Um, and there are various stories. If you go online, if you just type in Connectley <laughs> House <Mary> Turner, <coughs> there are various stories that of people. They actually have um, tours of the house for the general public they have and someone from the Wales online called paul carter went along to one of these tours and he was speaking to people conducting the tours people that were going on the tour to hear what they've heard Have they ever are they aware of anything and there are various stories i'm not going to pick one uh, pick one single story i'm going to tell you small samples from various stories i've heard cool um the Mm. they hear things i mean there are some some of these stories i mean Depending on how you feel, if you're listening, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt, or if you're from that area and you think, oh, I've heard of that, or that rings a bell, um, feel free to let us know. There's stories of one person was telling Paul Carter about the old safe in the post office part of the building. is always kept shut and it's just there for effect, but there are occasions where early in the morning or late at night they see the post office, say the safe wide open. And then suddenly are, they're here. Yeah, and there are instances of <laughs> bottles being found and objects being moved around that belongs to the general public. But then when they check the CCTV, they find
2: no movement, nothing whatsoever. Ooh, ooh okay. Um, I, do, I do like to see it when there's like CCTV involved. It's like, you know, doors opening or something. It's always like, it's always like the biggest giveaway of like a ghost thing. Like if, if I'm watching like a ghost thing on like TV, it's like, it's always like, a door flings open and they never go into the room so you can't actually tell if it's anyone behind the door like opening it and closing it or yeah. like yeah or they'll, they'll keep the camera focused on a door or something and you'll just see it, like open or close or something they're like doing like a they, they go they look at it from top to bottom to make sure there's like no string attached you know to like yeah. tell the audience look there's nothing attached to it and then they go through to the other room which is just like a room with no windows just like a concrete room it's like no one there they do like the full sweep yeah
4: i mean more yeah. and more tech makes it more to sort of believe.
5: Mm. Yeah.
4: And that's getting so can... much more advanced. I think they obviously
5: stories... Oh, and I was going to say the only exception obviously to uh that where the door is if you're watching most haunted where the most excited oh. thing that happens is that you see an orb flying across the camera oh, yeah. and uh <laughs> you've the main woman screaming going, oh,
0: "Did you hear that?" No. That's that
5: team going to say that
4: do you order? know what?
5: M- Most haunted is my ultimate guilty pleasure, though, so I can't it really. It's fucking awful. The camera, man, <laughs> no, it is, just, is awful. But filled with
4: just items that he just throws from. Time to
5: the now. best part is it when when you watch uh, Derek Cora get possessed and wow. then he starts speaking in tongues and everything. Um,
0: <laughs> what, what what is his
5: um, what? Spirit, spirit friend called? Is it, I know he's got like a. Oh, like a I think there, it. it's like. Um, what? Tom or something, Charlie, or Chris.
0: Charlie, Charlie
5: I think it's Charlie.
2: Wait, I'll wait. Well, go- so before, go- before, before, we car- before we carry on, so on this show, this guy gets possessed and speaks in tongues, and he also has a ghost friend called Charlie. Yeah,
5: he could. Yeah, yeah. Could you? yeah apparently, Charlie's <laughs> his like his medium to the spirit world, and yeah.
2: He's, he's like, in, he's like do you, do you know, and you think of like, I'm um, trying to get through to 999, you got those like people just sat in these massive offices, like trying to connect your calls. You're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Charlie, i want to speak to a demon. And Charlie's like, yep, yep, okay, yep, okay. You right <laughs> yeah, now.
4: Just transferring your call. <laughs> just putting
3: you through yeah. demon. Uh, have a lovely day. So,
1: so, Paul Carter on his tour on the day, um, he wrote about how he spoke to the person conducting the tour, and they tell stories such as the clock on the mantelpiece, uh, um, it's just there for effect because it's broken and it was has been broken for many, many years. And then at some point during the first year of tours, the clock chimed at midnight.
3: Ooh. Ooh.
2: You couldn't pick a spookier time than midnight, which is a bit strange. That's a bit um, sus. Yeah,
4: you it never hear sus. these stories where they're like, <laughs> oh, uh, uh,
2: yeah, you, you X you, you, happened. <laughs> I was gonna say you literally just like butted out there and I couldn't hear a yeah. thing. But I was gonna say I'm, I, I thought your joke was gonna be something like you never hear a ghost story at like you know two fifty two just after cream teas. The clock. Yeah,
4: chant. that's what I said pretty much. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just as I was finishing my supper, the clock chimed and I went, "Oh no, it's almost time for countdown." <laughs> and another thing they have
1: in another thing they have in that same room for um, effect is a framed print. print. And on one particular day, they were downstairs and they heard a massive crash. So they went upstairs to the room and discovered that everything looked normal, everything seemed fine, until they discovered that the framed print had been stuffed behind a sofa,
2: whereas an hour before, it was on the wall. Oh, wow.
3: What this? What
2: I'm like low-key wishing I had my camera on just so I could see behind me because I'm freaking out.
4: (laughs) Did you say it was a frame of...
1: No, it was a framed print. Oh, I
4: thought you said a frame of print.
1: (laughs) No, just a frame of of print.
2: A bit weird.
4: They've just added a weird print frame
2: in there. Oh, and here is our lovely 40-foot framed prints. Um...
0: Yeah. The now stuck behind the sofa. At the Completely. start, of,
2: yeah, and there's other, a couple more here
1: <laughs> before, we, before we move on from me. Um the, the start of the tour, they advise the people on the tour to leave their belongings in the main office, the tour guide, on the office floor, and they lock the room, make sure everything's safe so no one can get in or out until the end of the tour. Um, when they came back from the tour, the tour manager discovered that the belongings were still there, but the floor was covered with stones surrounding the chimney, and they were scattered everywhere.
0: Hmm. Hmm. What? So someone yeah. went through the chimney?
4: <clears throat> Santa or came
5: down from or came down <laughs> <to> the chimney <laughs> <laughs> and looked around. And went, oh fuck, I better get out of here. prove yeah. not Santa. It's probably not Santa. Uh,
1: this one, I've got to be honest with you. This this one here, uh, this one did make me smile only because of one aspect. they interviewed Paul Carter interviewed a lady called Christine Lackey, who was Lackey. working at the front of house. And they asked her about if she had any encounters. And she told a story how they, she was preparing notes and getting everything sorted for a. Because they also hold events at this house. And just so happens on this particular, uh, this upcoming event was a murder mystery evening.
2: Hmm. i sure uh, nothing went wrong that night.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you're you
2: telling us that like five people fucking died <laughs> you were standing by the st- <laughs> you
6: were
1: standing by the staircase when the key in the lock of the under the stairs cupboard um, allegedly just shot out of the lock and went straight across reception see it's at that moment I'd literally fucking leave <laughs> like... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and when she checked, when she checked to see if there's any vibrations, uh, or something that could have caused this, apparently, there was nothing whatsoever. I mean, <laughs> God,
0: vibrations
5: Jiggly. I mean yeah, vibrations, unless there's an earthquake that no one felt but is powerful enough <laughs> to shoot the key out. <laughs> I don't yeah, think...
2: I'm not sure. I've like a... seen that on Google Review. Nice house, quite quaint little countryside place. The key shot out the lock, which was quite weird. But other than that, really normal.
0: Really friendly staff. Trying to sell it. And then the lastly,
1: yes. this is apparently this is one of the most famous stories to come from this house. Um, the name is, I will say, has to be uh, will remain nameless because she didn't give her a name. Simple. Oh, okay. Um, the daughter of a lady who was cleaning the house back in the nineteen sixties. She and her friend were waiting for her mum to finish cleaning the downstairs rooms, and so they, in order to Allow for time to pass by. They wandered upstairs and they got lost in the maze of rooms. And the <laughs> girls were about nine or ten at the time. Oh, and shit. the daughter claims that she, see, she, this is, they claim to have seen what, what quotes here, what looked like a young woman in dark clothes beckoning to them to follow
2: her.
5: Nah. <laughs> no <laughs> way. No, no,
2: no, no, yeah,
5: see, no. That, that's see, that's terrifying. when I would just get the hell out of there. That, right now,
2: that is your like, you know, your, the shining moment. That is the moment you go, <laughs> nope. Well, I'm out. Is it, that's this, is how
1: but, this is how impressionable young kids are because the girls began to panic and feel frightened, but they followed her anyway. What? <laughs> what? See, wait, followed... You know what?
5: In a, in, a, in a horror movie, that's when you just go like, why would you do that? But it's stuff that like that that makes you think the dumb people on horror movies are realistic.
4: Yeah, And that's yeah, why so, they die.
5: Yeah.
1: The girls apparently followed uh, the figure that then vanished into one of the rooms and they then found themselves standing at the top of the flight of stairs where Mira Turner threw herself down.
5: Oh, mm-hmm.
1: fuck, fuck that. That's scary, but... mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, fuck and, that. Uh, the, apparently at the end that's of the day, woman in the,
1: black. The, daughter, the daughters could have saying that they ran down the, the to explain what happened to the mum but the mum simply said oh, don't worry, that's just the ghost of Lennethley House, everyone sees her. Whoa. Oh yeah, <laughs> just, like, just <laughs>
4: so <laughs> <casual>. <laughs> Don't worry, the ghost almost threw you down. The- it happened.
2: Wait, uh, so Carl, wh- where is this house? To it's in Carmarthenshire,
1: called Tanesley House. It's I- in where, I- where, where? Exactly.
5: It's, in <laughs> <Commandonship>. <laughs> it's somewhere in Wales. That's right. all you need yeah. to know.
2: So, okay, so here is our game plan with this podcast. Now we want to. We're a bit of enough following where we can get people to join us on this journey when we book a five-day – well, a one-night a one retreat with all five, the five of us. Five-day. Nope. <laughs> five
0: <day. laughs> I, no, just, just, I am
2: not just, going there for five days. Just a weekend. Okay. Just a weekend. We'll go there on, like, the Friday night or Saturday night, and we'll, uh, we'll film it all, yeah. and we'll post it on YouTube, and we'll let everyone know how it goes and if Carl's been possessed.
6: Yeah. yeah you mean
3: when oh, um, oh lovely oh yes.
2: bear that in mind Carl you're just like a spectre like guiding us towards the house you're like hey guys I found this
4: random house by the way yeah, uh, this this is what ca- happened when he disappeared <laughs> the thing has possessed him and it's now trying to get into this freaking house Carl, Carl locks the door come behind you, him Carl
5: pulls out a ouija board and is like come guys nothing <laughs> will go wrong <laughs>
0: To in the round podcast i am still joined by the guys and uh we're gonna head over to dave now to tell us his story so dave what have you
5: got okay so yeah i i mean i do have got like an experience but it's a pretty crap one so i'll probably just briefly tell you that and then i'll go into the more interesting local folklore <laughs> that i've got Ooh, uh That's a good one. yeah uh, anyway i was walking home from work one day um and i live um at the moment, in this place called Penkridge, and it's like this we, where we live, you have to go walk about a mile down this country road to get to like these old barn conversions where we live. I'm walking down there, and there's no street lights or anything. Um, and uh, you just see, I saw like this uh shadowy figure run across the road, and then about a month later, I was walking down the road again and this time, closer to my house, I saw the same shadowy figure standing there. I keep walking a bit further, and when I'm about maybe 10 feet away, then the shadowy figure runs off. Um, so, yeah, that's my personal experience. <laughs> Not I very exciting. taken beforehand? <laughs> I've just <laughs> finished very, work. Very interesting. So... I just finished work so I was probably maybe a little bit tired. Oh, I had...
2: Wait, wait, when when did you see these shadowy figures? What time were there was it?
5: Oh Christ, it was so it was like winter and it was, so it was like five o'clock. Um but because it was like November, it was dark
0: like winter. dark. Was there so, anyone else around you know, or was it just literally just a, a dark literally identity. just
5: me. Just me. Literally oh. just me walking home, and that's when I saw it. Could it you, ran across the road. Could you make, make out what it was? Oh, yeah.
0: Like, did you, did you see how tall it was, or was it, it just a figure? Splendor, man.
5: It looked like a really, really tall hooded figure. Um, and so I gave him the nickname Druid. Oh, anyway, yeah. um, I told my girl- that. <laughs> I told my girlfriend, and um, she was. <laughs> and yeah, well, shit, he said. <laughs> you said, You motherfucker. Don't be bringing none of that spirit juju to my house. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh nah, um, but no, I saw my girlfriend, and <sighs> uh, she was speaking to the neighbor, and the neighbor said, without prompting apparently, um, that he was driving down that exact same road and also saw a shadowy hooded figure. So, you know, I'm not crazy after all. Jeez,
2: crazy man in the woods. Okay, fair enough. That's that's scary,
5: but uh, yeah, it's not very exciting. It's not very eventful. It's no, still oh, freaky as hell. How do we though? figure. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, Anything I was terrified, but
4: can't explain. It's just
5: terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, good. Yeah, it, it's it's not exactly as exciting as Carl's story. So this is why I've got the local folklore to you know. Buff it out a yeah. bit. So, I roll, feel. Okay. I, see, <laughs> I, see, I see. I see. Make up your lack of effort. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so, anyway, um, where we live, though. So, this is the local folklore. Far more interesting. Um, there's this place uh, called Cannock Chase, which is about 20 minutes from where we live. And Cannock Chase is really, really famous for um, this thing, these things called black eyed kids.
2: Oh I've seen them on Go- I I've seen them like I like I was going to say Google but I've seen them on like YouTube compilations and stuff.
5: It's it's a, it's like a big phenomenon all over the world but it, the first reported sightings um came from uh Cannock Chase and it's different the ones reported in Cannock Chase are different from all the other ones because like in America reports of black eyed children will be that they'll come up to you and they'll ask you to like let them in. They'll say, Oh, can you let me in? You have to let me in. And they'll be really, really forceful. And apparently, in every single encounter, when you go to open the door, you get a sudden fear of dread and apprehension. You pull, you know, like your fight or flight instincts kick in and you don't open the bloody door. And then they get angry. They pull their, like, you know, they show their faces and their eyes are like really, really black. And they're like, You have to let us in. You have to let us in. And that's when everyone just nopes the fuck out of there. Yeah, too.
3: It's devilish, yeah. Yeah.
5: But in Canuck Chase, it's different. So in Canuck Chase, it's just like people will be dog walking because all the other accounts are usually it's at night. But in Canuck Chase, people see them in the daytime as well, Whoa. and you'll just get people who'll be like dog walking. They'll go off the track a little bit, and they'll hear things like um, they'll hear like uh, small children in distress. So they'll go over to see what the commotion and they won't see anything. And then they'll turn around and then there's the black eyed child and the Mm. black eyed child run off. Mm. But there's actually a real life um, story that kind of goes behind it. So the first reported sightings of black eyed children were in like the the 80s and the 70s. Um, In the 60s, however, there was a serial killer called the Canuck Chase Killer. And he definitely killed at least one child, but he might have killed as many as four. Um, his name was uh, Raymond Leslie Morris. Uh, Ooh, children he killed it. were between five. Yeah, the children he killed were between five and ten years old. Uh, the one he definitely killed, because the only one he was ever charged with was killing a, um, a girl called Christine Darby. There was also two children found dead next to each other Diane Tiff and Margaret Reynolds. And then there was another child called Jane Taylor who went missing in Canuck Chase and was never ever found. Oh, sure. Now, with uh, he was a paedophile. Um, he was, and when he abducted Christine Darby, he blindfolded her. So before he then killed her so the rumor is it the reason why they've got black eyes is because he blindfolded them when he abducted them so they can't see and the reason obviously why they're sounding in distress is because it's you know this guy is killing them and that's what these people can hear mm-hmm. and the rumor is that all the black-eyed children are people that this raymond leslie morris killed in the 60s um in and around the area of Cannock Chase Which is why all these <laughs> black-eyed children are haunting in Canic Chase So Yeah, it's, Ooh, it's pretty pretty mad. crazy I mean I want, I want to get I've gone dog walking <laughs>
2: That's scary as hell. Holy shit. I've I, gone dog walking in Cannock
5: Chase But I've never seen anything But you never know, you could go I've always stuck to the path Maybe go well, off the path, to, or go at night time
1: I'm sorry to interrupt But whilst we were talking and listening to uh, Dave's conversation and his story My door, my bedroom door, I um, closed and it suddenly opened. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, asked, and if you heard, talking, you go, if you heard me you go, oh my God. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> That's and mad. then the door, st- the door opened slightly, just a little bit more and my dog walked in.
4: I'm so oh, relieved
1: gotcha. that it was just him. So oh, he's now God. sitting on my foot well, and I'm tickling his chin.
4: Oh, bless
0: him. So <laughs> oh, maybe maybe we should add uh, add that place David talking about to our sort of ghost road trip sort of thing <coughs> after COVID. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be cool. I'm gonna, I'm well, gonna
2: absolutely. Back tonight, I'm going to have a little deep dive. Yeah, yeah.
5: man. We well, should, the thing uh, is, as well, apparently, with like when it comes to black eyed children, so I hope you will thank me for this. Uh, you're more likely for them to come to your door, knock on the door, and ask you to let them in if you think about them. <laughs>
6: Oh,
5: you bastard. <laughs>
3: bastard.
5: bastard. <laughs> bastard. <laughs> you bastard. Oh, what? So, so all of us and all of you, all you, of you guys, I just <laughs> want <laughs> you, you know, don't think about the black eyed children because they're more likely to then come and knock on your door and ask you to let them in. And if you let them in, apparently all sorts of bad shit will happen to you. There is apparently, <laughs> bro, there is <laughs> apparently, apparently so. like, this isn't related to the panic chase. This is the more Americanized version of the story. But apparently, there is like a, um, a story which it might be creepy pasta, it might not um but where people actually let black-eyed children in their house they just kind of walk around the house a little bit and they don't really do much and then they leave but lots and lots of misfortune comes shortly after so the story that i saw where they actually let them in the house was that like um a couple years later uh both of them around the same time got diagnosed with like cancer and stuff like that um yeah it's so whatever you do kids if you have creepy children with black eyes don't let them in apparently Mm -hmm. dogs go really crazy if they uh, like see them as well
2: (laughs) going back to um story i got so um there was I'll, I'll do a little brief ghost story and then I'll talk about out of body experience at uni. exactly. um yeah. So we're playing Manhunt. Um when we're God, so we're about what? Again, we're like twelve years old, thirteen years old. Um and every now and then, like kind of on the weekends, we play Manhunt in our local village, but like yeah. only on a couple roads because they're like parallel roads, they've got loads of little paths in and out so you can like you can only play on these two roads. but you have enough space to run away and you know outmaneuver your friends, play manhunt. So, um, so we decided to play manhunt one night. And then, um, as we're playing manhunt, one of our friends like like screams. He's like down the the like the far end of one of the roads, like all, all on his own. He's like screaming, and then he just starts running back towards like his house because his house is on this road. And he runs back to his house. He's like outside, like just under a streetlight, like terrified, waiting for us to come back. Um so Simon so obviously hears the scream. like, oh, you know, we all run back we're like, Oh, you're right, you're right, mate? And we're, you know, trying to console him and be like, you know, why are you screaming? Did you get caught? Are you just like hyperactive? Are you are you good? <laughs> are you, <laughs> you, was good just, like, you know, like, overexcited. <laughs> I was just like, Are we is he just overexcited being caught on manhunt or something? But like yeah. he said he said that when he got down to like the end of the road, he saw like a man and a woman in like their wedding attire she so was wearing like a veil and like a gown and he was in like a suit he saw like a ghostly figure where he can see like the the road beyond their bodies and like you know what? the fence and all that. you can see Ooh. like, all, like mm-hmm. people and um we were like oh crap that you know sounds terrifying and all that stuff then we're like oh surely you're just seeing stuff or something like that because you know we're like ghosts don't exist mate and we wanted to carry on the game <laughs> so we tried to calm it down but like, oh mate don't don't, you know, don't think of it, it's fine, You know, we're all here. If you want, just buddy up with someone when you play this game, just so you're not scared on your own. Yeah. And we got them to play another game. And as we're like, I don't know, like 20 minutes later, we're deep into another game. Um, it was my turn and I was on. So I was walking up and down the road, kind of going a bit slow, looking left and right, making sure no one's behind any cars or any bins, or anything like that, because there's tons of places you can hide. Mm. So I was walking up this road on my own I'm like looking left and right. I, I never really notice it until they're like right in front of me. But like about five meters away is that couple, like a woman in a gown with a veil over her face. And then like a, a man, you can see like right through their body. Fucking and ass. it was like, I just mm. stood there, just sort of looked at them, And I was like, just dead silent. I was like, holy, like, you know, I was like scared of shit. I was like, just looking at it. And I kind of like blinked or looked away. I can't remember what my exact actions were. Mm. But all of a sudden they weren't there. And I was like, oh and I was just like shouting to everyone, like, game's over, guys, game's over, everyone come back, everyone come back, and they all came back and I told them and rightly so, I was like, right, I'm going home. I'm
4: yeah. like,
2: I'm not having any of this. No. My friend says he's seen <laughs> it, that's
4: fuck bad the shit enough. I'm out?
2: Yeah, literally, my friend says he's seen it, that's bad enough, but let's carry on playing. But when I saw it, I was like, This is real. That's fucking terrifying.
0: Yeah. Jeez, man. But,
2: um that's that's a little ghost story there from our local village. Mm. Uh, no idea what happened there. And then my outer body experience was in the first year of uni. I um I read about lucid dreaming online. I was like, oh, this is cool. And I read into it. And for anyone who doesn't know what lucid dreaming is, uh basically it's um the idea of when you go to bed and you go into your dream state, you can control your dreams. And there's there's a lot more to it than the simple idea of being able to control your dreams. There's like routine to it. Mm. But the whole idea of of uh, of um a, a lucid dream is just being able to walk around and do what you want and control it. So I read on like how people um, get themselves into these lucid dream states, and it in, like involves going to bed and then waking yourself back up like, in an hour and then going back to bed and then imagining something, like um, imagine yourself walking across a beach or something or climbing a rope. Well, either way, I lied in my bed after researching it like a few days i was like right i'm gonna do it tonight so i lied on my bed and i was staring at the ceiling in my in my in my bed i could just i could picture it still now like just what my hall's ceiling looked like in my room it's mm-hmm. very vivid and i was like looking around i thought like, right this is my surrounding i want my lucid dream to like start here so i was like right cool here we go so i closed my eyes and then well, i all I imagined was I imagined I was just climbing a rope to the ceiling and like I was trying to picture the room that I was in, which was easier because obviously I was looking around, I was making sure I took attention to detail mm. and I was just imagining climbing a rope, just imagine you're in like a gym and you're climbing a rope, and then, after about twenty minutes of just imagining it lying down in my bed, all of a sudden, in my peripheral vision, I could see my hand grabbing onto like a bit of rope and then pulling myself up and then I was like telling myself right other hand and I could like it wasn't like so much my brain saying do it it was more so my actions were right I'll put my other hand and grab the rope and pull upwards and after a few strides I realized holy shit I'm in a dream state because right now I'm grabbing onto this like massive bit of rope in my uni halls room that's not in real life so I was like this is definitely a dream state I realized it so I climbed this rope up to the ceiling pulling me up and I was like holy crap I'm actually doing it I'm, I'm having a lucid dream I'm controlling the dream. And um, I got to the top and my hand was cut around the rope and it was like flat to the ceiling, if you know what I mean? Like it's quite yeah. right as high as it could go. And um, I'm all the way up to the top of the ceiling and I was like, right, can't go any higher. I'm obviously floating in midair, but, you know, there's no feeling about it. I was just there. And I was like, right, so I guess this is lucid dreaming. And I kind of like just thought, well, well, let's see what my room looks like. And I'd done like a 180. And as I'd done a 180 to look down at the floor and, you know, my room, I could see myself asleep in bed like from a third mad. person i could see myself lying in bed like in the state when i went to bed in the same flow in the same kind of shape i could see myself and okay. i freaked out and then i jolted my back upwards and all of a sudden i sat in bed and i was like deep breathing and i was like wait mm. what and i basically like envisioned seeing myself from a third person's perspective
0: that's mad that's mad. yeah
2: Ooh, yeah, I, I just got chills just listening to them. Um, it. it freaked the hell out of me because it was something like afterwards. I was like, you never see yourself from science's perspective. Have you have ever seen like photos or a mirror? Yeah. So to actually be disconnected from my body, it was like obviously it was a dream and it's it's not real in a sense. But at the same time, it was like in in my what I experienced, it was like I was separate from my body. Yeah. yeah for that split second. So when of... I was a Sorry. when I
4: was a kid, I had almost the, the opposite effect. I had just watched, I can't remember which one it was, yeah. then went to sleep. And then apparently I slept down the stairs, opened the front door, down the end of the road, <laughs> crossed over a road, and then fell asleep in a bush. I just remember waking up in a bush. Whoa. So, like, the neighbor, like, being like, just to make just tripped over this bush and like, <laughs> out. what the, the fuck? Time. I don't remember any of it because I was just Jesus. asleep. Oh, it's, like, it's like talking about just the whole uh, waking up in a bush, like
0: uh, talking about the whole sort of dream thing. Like, I because I, I as yeah, you guys know, I've got really bad insomnia, so I'm awake to like yeah. three, four o'clock in the morning, mm. <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, I sort of felt like, like Elliot said, like, I had sort of the reverse of a uh. Um, lucid dream it was more of a lucid nightmare um, it was mixed in like sleep paralysis as well which is fucking awful and i wouldn't recommend it to anyone um, but anyone that has had it knows how messed up it can be so like paddy like it was, it was when i just moved back from uni actually so i think it must have been a couple of months since i moved back home and i just remember lying in bed um, about two three o'clock in the morning and then like, I, I was still awake, but then I felt my whole body just, like, sink. Like, my whole body was, like, filled up with cement. Like, I couldn't move my hands. Like, the only thing I could move was uh. my eyelids. So, I was literally just stuck. So, I was conscious. My body was, just, like, asleep, um, which in well, itself is just a horrible thing to be in. And then I just remember this, like, <sighs> I, I, I wouldn't do, maybe, like, a like a Dementor from Harry, like Harry Potter to sort of, like, sink up from the floor, the edge of my bed. But it had its back to me, and then, <laughs> <so> like, yeah, <laughs> no, it, it get, no. It, no wait, 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 wait! It gets, it gets worse. It gets worse. Yeah. So it had had its back to me, this like big sort of like shadowy figure, and then for me, it felt like three, four hours. It was slowly turning its head, but obviously <laughs> in, in real time, it probably would have been like thirty seconds. So.
2: reminds me of this character from the tv series that i'd only recommend for someone to watch if like you're good at scary stuff like i'm i'm someone who like it it takes a lot for me to be scared i'll watch creepy youtube videos i'll be a bit freaked out but it's rare nowadays as an adult that i watch something and it actually makes me like morbidly scared like it's so rare Mm. and it's like it's a bit annoying so i used to love watching stuff as a kid or even as a teenager and be like oh that's creepy and like having like you know kind of scary dreams Cause in a sense it's kind of like it's it's thrilling isn't it you can't wake up like, mm, up. yeah So you know, have like a little thrill not like a not like a sleep paralysis thing, because that sounds scary as hell but like just a little thrill, you know you don't really have i don't really have that and i was chatting to jess about just what to watch on netflix a couple years ago or like just a year and a half or something mm. and um Druckman of the series called Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah. oh man, yeah. I'm, I'm like I've, I've seen the first yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. two episodes of it. Um, oh, not oh. seen anything past like have, any, have
2: you guys seen anything as well?
4: <laughs> no,
2: <I didn't laughs> and pieces of it. Okay, so oh. so Dave, yeah, so you've seen a couple episodes, Dave. Well basically I mean I've watched, the, like, there's two seasons. I think the first season's, like, the the, the, the main one, and they've recently made a new one, but mm. the first season I watched all the way through a Jess, and I tell you now, lads, I've never in my entire life watched something so utterly terrifying. It is the scariest series slash movie I've ever watched, and in, is- in, in, in the series as well, George, there is someone, there is, like, an old man syndrome kind of figure, mm. and I tell you now, mate, as much as I like want recommend people to watch and all that, given the state that you're scared of that guy kind of figure, I wouldn't watch it because oh, I've that. never seen these people and it scared the shit out. Of me. Do you
5: know what? I mean, I don't get scared too much either and because I was, I'm really, I really, really enjoyed it. I just never got around to watching it after watching the first couple of episodes. But uh, even that bit, like in the first episode when they're in the house and he gets the flashback to the kid when they leave the house yeah you just see his mum running down the corridor yeah uh, yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 oh man i got chills fucking <laughs> <country>. <laughs> oh,
5: it's so scary. horrible because there's no like scary music or anything it's just boom 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 what boom. Um, uh, a funny story the, about the guys the guys
2: cradling his he's like whatever you do just don't look back just don't look back just just cover your eyes cover your eyes is like trying to get them out this like massive like fucking mansion and the kid obviously looks, is like getting credit by his dad, he's looking yeah. over his dad's shoulder and, oh, yeah, oh mate, it's fucking yeah. scaring the shit out I of me mean, just speaking on the... So I've got a
0: funny story yeah. about Haunting of Hill House. So I did a play of the Haunting of Hill House, which the TV show is based on. So okay. before the audition, I watched three episodes of the TV series. And I, I won't lie, I'm not the best of scary stuff. Um, it just creeps me out, I won't sleep for weeks, but... So I literally forced myself to watch the first three episodes, turned up to audition, and it didn't have any relevance whatsoever. So I put myself really (laughs) caught up to understand the characters I was going to be auditioning for, because, you know, me being unprepared, I didn't read anything beforehand. Turned up to audition, expecting, you know, something completely different, like, you know, the dad trying to get the kids out of the house. Um, Mm. And, yeah, no, it was completely different, so I just wasted my time uh comes oh, out from torture, but
5: yeah there's a
2: film <laughs> um, torture, yeah uh, that is a scary there's show, a
0: film
5: mate. as well that i've bought on prime but i've never actually watched it yet um but uh yeah I, I need to get on to that stuff as well and oh wait no i was gonna say i think the first conjuring is based on it as well but it's based on something different <laughs> mm. yeah no nah,
2: cool. haunting a hill house it's just like this is by far the scariest thing i've watched but that's that's the last i'm going to mention of it. Yeah. i'm going to nip um, that in the bud so
0: i've got uh two sort of short ghost stories from other people um which I think if, uh, you, if
2: you want to read those out um, yeah, i've uh, got one more that i just thought of but you do yours first
0: yeah yeah i've got one more as well that i thought of all, yeah. right, if you,
2: all right if you guys want to do your other ones then i'll go at the end because i don't want to steamroll this
0: yeah man so i'll, I'll Quickly do my two, move over to Dave, and then end end on Paddy, do you reckon? End it there? Yeah. Yeah? Cool. Yeah, that's okay. So, this one's called There's Someone Under the Bed. You might have heard this before. Um, So, this is a really, really short ghost story. Tell me anyway. Uh, Basically, about his dad talking about his son, right? So, the dad says, I begin tucking him into bed, and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him. Another him under the bed. Staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's someone on my bed. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. I think to myself, "Damn, these drugs were really worth it. <laughs>
5: <Literally>. <laughs>
4: I think to myself, how, how, how... <coughs> yeah. <Bad. laughs> um, okay,
0: and then the... the yeah, it's pretty creepy, I think.
2: That's um, creepy as fuck. No, I, meant, I said that joke, so it wasn't yeah. as creepy for me to
0: pull myself down. I just kind of like <laughs> took a second to think, like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that because it's kind of, yeah, I'm not going to sleep tonight. Um, and, uh, <laughs> fuck's sake, screw myself over. Um, yeah, and then this one's called The Chair. It's slightly slightly longer. Um, so I can't remember what the woman's called, uh, but she basically talks about experience of her and a system when she was younger. Um, So I'll read it out. Apologies for my bad English. Uh, When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favourite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some morning, Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstands, we would find a cup of water that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept to the back of the wall in the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes she managed to move all the way to the centre of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. And years later, long after we moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse, um, the farmhouse's original occupant. She was a widow. She had murdered her two children by giving them a cup of poisoned milk before bed, and then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from the beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placely placed exactly in the center of the room? Ah, uh, yeah, no, Ooh, that that's was pretty, pretty weird. Very good, very good. Oh. Yeah. I was looking. Well,
2: yeah.
5: How do you follow that, then, Dave?
4: Well, I was going <laughs> to say because
5: that actually perfectly segues into my story about farm because it is about a farmhouse. Fuck off, so uh, my <laughs> my my girlfriend grew up on a farmhouse and. Um, her dad was milking the cows and everything and he looks up and he sees a woman because it was like quite quite a frosted window. But he sees a woman over the bath, like running the bath and everything. So he goes out, he milks the cows, he comes back in and he sees uh, Tasha's mum with Tasha on the lap now. Tasha was quite poorly at this time. And the guy says, "Oh, I see you've already bathed uh, Tash then." And his mum, Tasha's mum, said, "She's been laid on my lap all day. Like she's not moved. She's been really, really ill." So who was in the bathroom? What the
3: fuck? That's That's... if it's a cow. (laughs) It's a cow. Oh man.
0: That's. No, I don't like yeah. that. I really don't like that at all.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's something that is. But, yeah. Huh. So. Alright. Okay. Over to you, you, Pat. Can we finish this one
4: off? I've, I've got one. Alright, yeah. go on, Elliot. Yeah, just go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I don't believe in any of it. So my, I, I looked at origin looked sheet bedsheet You know, the classic where you sheep over your head with my eyes cut out. Mm-hmm. And um I found out that it originally came from would bury their dead in shroud white cloth, linen. Uh and then I moved on to like it continued mainly in 17th century. Britain, but people couldn't afford coffins because like coffins had just become a thing apparently. <laughs> um but then, then I moved on, there was a thing called the Hammersmith Ghost in the early 1800s. Ooh. And there were reports of a, a ghost going around and attacking. Um, and, and people were thinking it was the ghost of...
3: Sorry, yeah, you're cutting out there, mate. So, um, the ghost yeah, what? Uh,
4: People thought it was the spirit of a man who had killed his... Um, and that's how the sort of rumour sort of spiralled. And, uh, there was a, uh, a local brickie, Thomas Millwood, who um, he often wore white garments, okay.
3: um,
4: and his wife said, yeah, seeing as it's, um, this ghost is going around, please yeah, don't wear white as often. But being a guy, he was like, yeah, we'll bun that off, I'll wear my white do I mean. Bun it off. <laughs> <laughs> And then, due to, the words, due, due to the due to the high reports of the, uh, of the ghost sightings, it attracted like ghost hunters and people of the community going. So, um, some some local chap called Francis Smith, uh, thinking himself a big man, goes out and search for the the ghost, but uh, decides to bring his blunderbust along with him because apparently the guy had no idea how ghosts
6: worked.
4: Um... <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, he, he apparently went on patrol, ended up having a few bevvies, saw uh, Millwood and his wife, shouted "Who are you? Uh, what are you?" firing a shot from the blunt bust, <laughs> instantly kills this guy. Who they rush to the oh, local inn to try and like save him, but he's he's dead. Um, yeah. Then uh, then during the trial itself, the he he's, his defence was obviously I thought the guy was a ghost. And the judge was like, <laughs> Really? <laughs> that's that's your defence. Um and the verdict came back for manslaughter because the, the, the jury had sided with his like, oh, you know, I thought it was a ghost thing. Wow. But, and the judge was like, No, that's that's not a thing. <sighs> Come up with a verdict. He's either a murderer sort of thing. So um Dude. He then gets he then gets sentenced to death, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but classic cla- classic British judiciary meant that he actually only was imprisoned one year and had to do hard labour.
3: Fucking <laughs> hell!
4: He went from a death sentence to a year of hard labour.
3: That's
2: insane. This story also comes from first year of uni. Oh gosh, okay. It is a ghost story that involves a Ouija board. So, cool. basically, one day, uh, me and Ted, who was a good friend of mine throughout university, for those who don't know, um, we were basically uh, sat in, you know, our rooms respectively. I think we're both doing some revising and by revising, I think Ted was and I was playing Xbox. So <laughs> we were both sat in our rooms and um for a little bit of background um in this uni in the uni flats that we stayed in in bristol the kitchens um in cherry court which was the place we stayed at um they were um at, they were motion activated the lights were so when the lights came on it's because you enter the room so you open the door the door moves you know you go in the room the lights would turn on um so basically um we were in we we're in our rooms um Obviously, not in the kitchen. And then all of a sudden, we heard this loud crash and bang. And it was like, quite, you know, it was quite the bang. So, straight away, I was like, I, I came off my Xbox. I was like, wait two seconds, I'll pause this. I opened my door and Ted also opened his door. And I looked at Ted. I was like, oh, was that you? And he's like, oh, no was you. And I was like, oh, I heard it coming from your way. So, I thought it was either like you or the kitchen. And he was like, yeah. So, the kitchen door was closed. And as we opened the kitchen door, then the lights turned on. So, obviously, mm-hmm. No one was in the kitchen when this happened because we just opened the door and now the lights have flicked on. But in the middle of the kitchen on the floor is a bar stool. Whoa. So the chairs actually inside of the flat are bar stools and you know they're they're sturdy, it's a nice, nice little halls, and they're, they're not gonna fall over. Um oh Carl's just left the chat. Well i have to oh, and Carl's back in. <laughs> How did you capture that? uh bits of it just cut off 10 seconds of it all okay well basically we heard a crash and bang went to the went to the kitchen the lights motion on yeah either way i was like wait what the hell and we looked at the bar store and obviously there was no way it could have fallen over whatsoever um so we knocked on our uh flatmates uh doors and they were like no we want in there so it's joe and the internet were like whoa that's creepy you know this is something that's happened here. This isn't just a little ordeal. This is a full on, this this chair has somehow fallen on its side and no one was in there to do it. But we kind of like carried on the day, you know, having a laugh because it was around Freshers' week when this all went down. It was like our first weeks of being there.
0: Oh shit, this so, happened quite early
2: then. Oh yeah, it happened into like our first couple of weeks of tenancy there. So we kind of like thought, okay, it's bit weird. And then um, we became. Uh, really tight friends like really good friends with the flat opposite our kitchen like if I can kind of portray it in speech basically where our kitchen was you had a big window and opposite that outside from that window is like the terrace like the courtyard area of like the center of the all the halls so you can see other students opposite you if they opened up their kitchen window and pulled the blinds apart and we became friends with them I put up a paper sign saying let's all drink together you know at the start of the union we became Mm -hmm. good freshest friends with these guys. And, um, one day they're like, Oh, they gave us a text and they're like, want to come over? We'll do some drinks tonight and then we'll go out. So me and Ted were like, cool. We headed over there for around like seven or eight and we started like, um, having free drinks and partying with the guys. And then, um, you know, cause we can see our kitchen clear as day from their kitchen window. Um, we're just hanging out, having a chat and it's quite, it's still in our minds what happened. Cause I don't think it was the same day. I can't remember that, but, but we still remembered basically in and Ted uh what happened in our kitchen and then all of a sudden um the lights flicked on inside the kitchen in our in our halls that we could see from across the window what? so we're looking at the kitchen but you can see the door and the door is not opened and there's no one in there but the lights just flicked on and so i look at ted and turned away ted straight away is looking back at me like eyes wide like what the fuck has happened or what is happening mm. and we're looking at the flat and we're freaking out and straight away all our friends pick up and they're like what's going on we tell them the story so me and Ted are like right we're gonna have to do something about this because this is exciting but it's so terrifying so we um let, the, the following like next few days we decided to do a Ouija board so we looked at the proper customs on to what you should do with a Ouija board and you know Going into it, Ouija
4: board etiquette. Mate, there is, there is actually There is there's <laughs> loads. There, is, the load load yeah, stuff. Yeah. there yeah. is a lot.
2: There is a lot to do, so you don't piss off the other world. And I thought it'd probably yeah. best to research something oh, before dear. I go falls deep into it. <laughs> so we we had like some candles out. Like, we'll, we'll light some candles because you know if we're gonna do some ghost stuff, you gotta like candles. I think in the room to okay, kind of set the mood. So we lit some candles and we wrote a Ouija board on the back of a Domino's box. <laughs> <laughs> and like the inside cardboard part, we like had a full set up. We had, we had the A to Z, the yes, the no, the goodbye, um, we had it all. And uh, we had a little like a slider as well, which we, which we could use. And um, we, me and Ted sat down before we done it. And we literally just sat up, and we looked at each other and we we're like, right, do not try and push this thing. Don't lie, if it moves, it moves but we can't freak each other out. We have to be dead serious. And Ted was like, straight back to me. He was like, yes, we need to (laughs) no fucking with each other. Let's do this. If it moves fair enough, if it doesn't, we're just being paranoid. And so we're sat down and I read the customs. I'm saying, I'm asking the board, if there's any ghosts in here, can you slide this over to uh, yes? And we're sat there for what feels like probably about five minutes, just trying to see if anything will move. And then... After saying it a few times, we asked again, if, if there's any ghosts here, you're allowed to move our stove to the Yes part whatever. And all of a sudden, we slid over and it went over to Yes. Mm. And then as as that happened, I was like, looking at Ted, Ted was looking at me. and The entire time, it was still sliding over to Yes. And we're like, oh, God, like, you know, this is legit. This is as legit as it's ever going to get. This is legit. And so... We'll get, we'll, we're kind of like crapping ourselves now and then i'm like crap what do i ask it so i ask it for its name and oh, i'll tell you what i'm gonna have to message ted right now in case i forget the name there's a
4: there's a free letter name
3: um but ted i, I want to <laughs> it was it, ted.
4: it was ted yeah i am also ted
3: um
2: what was that uh ghost name jim yeah, first. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a girl's name, it's a girl's name. Either way. i um, uh, well t- Ted while Ted gets back to that. Either way, spell out the name and oh I think it was Eve actually. I think it was E V E. I think it was Eve actually, yeah. But I, I, I think it was Eve. I went for Ted to confirm but it went to E V E and we're like, okay, and then we asked it like some more questions that i kind of didn't respond. We're like, do you wanna go now? And it went to yes and it said goodbye and it said goodbye um so we kind of freaked out and i kind of like i was like wait let me move this other way so i picked up the Ouija board and i put it in my room facing upwards in the corner and um i was like right that's terrifying we talked it over and then we done some research on it so we googled our street which is like a tiny little road in Bristol. it wasn't a long one and we recently no. put in, and then it came up with something that happened like last year or the year before there was a a girl aged about four years old and she lived in the houses that were opposite the road to us. And this road's like, it's it's a single one-way road. It's not a big road. You could see right into there, like, you know, houses and that, like these flats. Either way, her family lived in these flats and this four-year-old was climbing, she had a bad habit for like just wanting to climb stuff. And one day she was climbing a chest of drawers when the chest of drawers fell on her and killed her. Ooh. And we kind of put the pieces together, the fact that this stool was all of a sudden falling over. We were like, wait, what was, it? She was Like, her ghost was trying to climb that and it fell over. Oh, and God. we were kind of freaking out. Like, this is absolutely terrifying. And then we read more about ghost stuff. And it was like, um, make sure when you finish with a Ouija board that you flip the board upside down. Which stops the connection from you to the ghost world, hmm. and I just literally remembered that I put the Ouija board in my bedroom facing up. Oh shit! <laughs> and then this was about a month prior to my lucid dream. That, yeah. And then ever since, I've never been able to have a lucid dream, even though I've tried.
0: That's mad.
5: Thing is, I'm just like after your experience with a lucid dream, why would you try and have another one? <laughs> it was. I tell you what there was it was such a
2: unique experience being able to like be outside your body and like in a in a dream state it was scary i I freaked out when I saw myself and that's what made me jump back in to waking up But I just want to have another one because it was so like scary but also like exciting to be able to control a dream and be able to see yourself in that
0: perspective It's like you a... remember a dream it's pretty cool. I, mean, I don't
2: really remember dream my dreams like that, but that one stood out i um
0: I've had lucid dream before, but it wasn't an out of body experience. It was just I, you know, I can't exactly where I remember where I was, but I was doing something. I, I, could control every single bit to the point where I'll give you an example. it's like a restaurant. I could choose what I wanted to eat. Um, it was just those little things. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I think I think that's a, a, a sort of a nice place to end the uh, end first episode. Um, yeah. So thank you very much, guys. Awesome. awesome.
2: Thank yeah. you. Yeah, um, yeah, thank you. Sounds it. uh, yeah, good. Hope everyone
0: enjoyed mm-hmm. listening to our little stories. Yeah. I mean like if you mm. know, if for uh, <clears throat> for the viewers, if you have any ideas of sort of topics that we could discuss or you know, anything yeah. like that, just just let us know and we'll we'll get onto it. But um Yeah. And let yeah. us know your experiences and encounters with the, the paranormal. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, yeah Definitely, definitely, definitely. Cool. So and, yeah, uh, thank you very much, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll see you, you in episode two. We'll do
2: this again. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right.